Hey folks, and welcome back to Season 3 of Learning to Serve, the podcast that explores deeper learning in Christian schools. I'm Krista Wallace, host, editor, and producer of this podcast. Let's dive in. Hey, today's podcast is a conversation on science and faith. And today we have special guest Faith Stoltz, who is the program director with BioLogos. And BioLogos has created a brand new curriculum, high school curriculum, called Integrate. And she's going to be sharing about that. Uh, But more importantly, we're going to be looking at why we need to have these safe spaces um, regarding science and faith in our Christian schools. Uh, Before we launch into that conversation, I want to share a short video from BioLogos just to introduce uh, a little bit about this material. But uh, let's dive in. As long as we have been seeking answers, we have been asking questions. Who are we? How did we get here? And what exactly are we doing here? More recently, the questions have diverged. A line has been drawn between faith and science. Do both have something to say? Something worth listening to? Must we choose a side, picking one and ignoring all the other might contribute? For on the one hand, does the Bible alone answer every question there is to ask? In its pages, we find stories of faith, promises of peace, and visions of a better future. But can it explain how the world works? From the smallest particle, to the entire universe? On the other hand, for all science can show us, can it ultimately reveal what matters most? Is the purpose of the human soul mapped in our DNA? What is the atomic number for joy? But what if these are simply the wrong questions? What if both, in their own distinct ways, reflect the wonder and the work of God? In our faith, we plumb the depths of hope, the power of mercy, the mystery redemption. But then in science, we are able to understand the facts of the world God created, to examine and to then quantify the workings of the universe. While science and the Bible can each give us many answers, neither on its own gives us every answer. And so it is they cooperate, working together to paint a more complete picture of all God has made. Our faith shows us how we should live, while science teaches us how life happens. Science can tell us how the world works, but only in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus do we see what it all means. Oh, great. All right. Well, welcome, Faith. Thank you. Today we have Faith Stoltz from BioLogos as our guest today. So, Faith, uh, thanks for being on the show. Of course. My pleasure. And give us a little bit of background about yourself, and then we're going to dive into what BioLogos is. Sure. I am a a high school physics teacher by background. I spent seven years teaching high school physics and astronomy at a uh, Christian school in the San Francisco Bay Area and loved every minute, have just always been a big fan of working with, uh, with Christian youth and talking about science and faith and everything in between. And since then, I've taken a step back from the classroom into curriculum development and work for BioLogos, which is a science and faith organization. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about BioLogos and how you got involved with BioLogos. 
Sure. BioLogos was founded by Francis Collins, who is the director of the Human Genome Project and also the former NIH director. You might know him better as Tony Fauci's boss. Um, Francis Collins is an incredible scientist and a deeply devoted evangelical Christian. And in his own experience as an atheist who actually came to faith through the process of studying medicine and science and the genome, he felt very passionate that there is really deep harmony between science and faith and that the church could use a lot of help exploring and better understanding just how well those two things can fit together. So he founded BioLogos in 2009 to help the Christian community better understand science and understand how we can um, learn about God, not only through scripture, which of course is absolutely vital, but also through uh, the book of the natural world and mm. his creation. And so we are a nonprofit that develops um, educational resources, provides speakers, puts on events to explore everything in the intersection between science and faith, including origins, but also going into things like bioethics, uh, climate change, and all sorts of other stuff. Wow. I did not know the background of how it got started. So that's fascinating. And I'm curious, why did he choose to go into Christian schools? Do you know? He, Francis Collins? Yeah. Well, he is, so he is no longer, um, he does not directly run the organization. Just after he founded it, he got tapped by President Obama, I believe, um, to be the director of the NIH. And so he, he couldn't be uh, involved in a nonprofit organization. But we have long been wanting to get into the Christian education community because our organization has spent the last 10 years working primarily with adults who are having to deconstruct and process things that they learned as kids about the relationship between science and faith and really do a lot of hard work of reevaluating some of those things that they grew up being taught. And it just made sense that why not work with today's youth, help them have a healthy relationship with science from the beginning so that they can grow up without this sense of conflict and without ever having to, to go through a, a crisis of faith, at least around science and faith issues. Mm -hmm. And personally, as someone who went through K-12 Christian schools, had a wonderful experience, but did get a little bit of mixed messages about what I was supposed to make of the science thing. It's long been a passion of mine to uh, get back involved with the Christian science or Christian education community and help us think better about how do we talk about science with our students. Wow, that is absolutely fascinating. That's awesome. Yeah. So BioLogos has a brand new curriculum that's called Integrate. And uh, this is specifically for high school students. Can you tell us a little bit more about Integrate and how this is being used in uh, faith-based schools? Absolutely. We've gotten requests for curriculum for as long as we've been an organization, but as any teacher knows, developing a curriculum is a massive undertaking. And so about five years ago, we decided to take the plunge and started talking to a lot of teachers and principals and, and also homeschool educators and trying to get a sense of what the need was and what, uh, what type of curriculum would really meet that need. And what we heard from teachers 
was that when it comes to textbooks and curriculum, particularly textbooks, they felt like they had two options. They could use the Christian textbook, which almost always had a more of a young earth perspective that was um, uh, not supportive of evolution and really challenged some scientific ideas that the scientific community holds to be, has found to be trustworthy or at least um, have significant evidence um, and, uh, and support behind them, or they could use a secular science book. And for many Christian schools, neither of those are quite what they're looking for. And so what we uh, were told is that what would be really great is if we could have a, you could use a secular science textbook to get really high quality science instruction, but then to have a curriculum supplement that came alongside that, that brought in that science and faith content and opportunity for discussions and um, processing through some of those harder theological questions that obviously aren't going to be addressed in the secular textbook. So that's really the, the intended use of this is for a high school biology class who's using a secular science textbook, something like Miller and Levine or Campbell for you biology teachers out there. And you, there are 15 units in this curriculum that cover all sorts of topics that you would find in a general biology curriculum and you can pair units um, that fit in with the topics that you're covering in your class. It's very modular, very plug and play um, to pick out what works best for you in your classroom. Awesome. And most people that are going to be listening to this are going to be listening to the podcast version, but I, we're doing video and right behind you are these 15 chapters. So can That's you explain what these 15 chapters are? Because they look amazing. Absolutely. I, they decorate the wall of my office. I love looking at them. So there are 15 chapters, uh, units, and they're broken up into four, what we call bundles, basically topical groupings. So the first one is called Strong Foundations. And these three units cover the fundamentals of the science and faith um, uh, relationship and help you think through how are these two um, disciplines similar or different, what kind of claims can science make and what kind of claims does faith make? If you want to think of it as different epistemologies, we talk about the model of the two books analogy, which says that God has spoken to us, revealed himself into two books, one of which is the book of scripture, but one of which is the book of the natural world that he created, both of which are um, trustworthy ways to explore and understand who he is. And we also have a unit in there about science as a Christian vocation, which is really mm. great wow. talking about how being a scientist exploring God's world can really be a way that you can serve God, mm. both through worshiping him through the incredible things that you can learn about his creation, but also serving other people and um, helping to do some of that really great kingdom work through, through your science. That's awesome. That's, that's the first bundle. Mm -hmm. The second one is called human biology and the big questions. Mm -hmm. This looks at things like how cells are designed, um, how the genome helps um, develop the individual characteristics that we all have. And what is it? How do we process the diversity within the human race? And also thinking about uh, DNA technologies, things like CRISPR and embryonic um, uh, screening tests and that sort of thing, the ethics of that. Mm -hmm. So that's the second bundle. Then we have the Bible and origins. Obviously, we're going to be talking about evolution in a curriculum like this. So we spend um, 
four units talking about first just how do we interpret the Bible and how is it that so many Christians can look at the same text and come to really different conclusions about what Genesis 1 is and is not saying. So we get into hermeneutics a little bit and try to really set the tone that the Bible takes interpretation and that is hard work and it's hard um, to know who's doing it right and wrong and how to process that. And so really focusing on a, a sense of unity within the church that we're, we're all coming to this, trying to better understand who God is. And there's room for some different perspectives within that. And we can all be brothers and sisters in Christ in that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we explore evolution in general, um, human evolution and fossils and the history, uh, the age of the earth and that bundle. And the fourth bundle. And the fourth bundle is about creation care, talking about um, how climate, our climate is changing and also about biodiversity and conservation and the ways that we can see God in the vast array of animals and plants and fungi and um, the Mm. beautiful creation around us. It is so true. He is revealed through his creation, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. So as a former science teacher at a Christian school, why are, why do you feel like it's important to, to bring up these conversations in science class? I have had so many students who have passively absorbed from teachers, parents, pastors, this very mixed message about science. On the one hand, we say, science is important. You got to do science class. You got to learn the periodic table of elements and Newton's laws and all of these things. But sometimes they also hear that science is dangerous and Mm. that science has, is trying to rob you of your faith. And you have to be guarded against what those scientists are trying to tell you about the world. And that's really confusing. Mm -hmm. And maybe for some adults, you, you can understand, um, there's some reasons why, why some science topics sort of have that dangerous edge to them like evolution um, or the big bang and others don't, but that can be, that nuance can be lost on students and they are confused. And sometimes they don't feel like they have the space um, and the safety to ask those questions of why, why do Christians feel this way? Where, where is this coming from? Why is some science trustworthy, but some science is not? And they can come to a conclusion that they have to choose between their science and faith. Mm. And that's really the piece that is um, what we really are trying to, um, to avoid is to help students see that they don't need to choose between studying science, loving science, exploring God's world and loving um, the creator who mm. made it all. So this is really a bridge. It's really a bridge between science and faith. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and there's all sorts of data about how particularly Gen Z uh, views the church in relationship to science, saying that um, only 28% of teens believe that science and the Bible are complementary. Really half of church-going teens perceive that the church seems to reject much of what science tells us about the world. If that's what they're they're seeing the church's view of science that is, um, then it makes sense that they feel like they have to choose. Mm-hmm. And so the hope for this is that they can see that that's not a choice they have to make. They really can have both. And that indeed faith and science are mutually enriching to each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Is this, is this the first curriculum that's been created to be an intentional bridge between faith and science that you're aware of? 
As far as we're aware, yeah, there are some other great resources out there, including the Fastly project, um, which had some great resources, great tools. But as far as we're aware, this is the first sort of formal curriculum. That's incredible. So for this is intended for a high school audience. Um, what are some other ways that you have seen this being implemented in, in the schools that have, that have started using this curriculum? Yeah. The, the primary use uh, is that high school biology classroom, but we also think it could be units of this could be really useful in Bible classes, thinking about hermeneutics or the creation doctrine, or if your class, your school has a worldview class, there's some great stuff in there. Um, there's also some units that could be relevant to an earth science class or environmental science, and um, just a, a, a great way for um, students of all grades to get a chance to talk through some of these questions about um, how do we process big, big questions in science and faith. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, okay, so evolution. That's a big one. <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> I'm sure everybody listening is like, okay, so how did I answer this question? <laughs> what is your best uh, response to when, when schools ask, how do you handle the evolution question? Sure. The evolution question is what BioLogos was founded to address. Um, so this is our bread and butter. Um, BioLogos as an organization holds a perspective called evolutionary creationism, which says that first and foremost, we believe that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth um, and the sustainer of all that is. He, um, he is the creator. But we believe that science is a tool that he's given us to better understand what it is that he's created and how it works. And, and really in that way, a tool for us to understand more about him in the process by studying what he's made. And the scientific evidence for, uh, for evolution is incredibly compelling. There is, there's, there's really no, um, no disagreement within the scientific community about evolutionary science. There's still open questions as there is in all forms of science, still details that we're trying to make sense of and questions and, and quandaries that we have, but as a fundamental explanation for the, um, the mechanism through which the diversity of, of life has, uh, has arisen, evolution is a pretty great answer. And we think that that's beautiful and what an incredible way for God to, to make his world that not only he didn't, he could have snapped his finger and brought it into an existence as it is. And that would be wonderful, but instead he made a, a, a world that actually continues to create itself in a way to continue to develop and, um, and complexify and bring out beauty in all new forms um, over time. Um, and that's really, really beautiful and exciting to me. And so um, that is the perspective that we as an organization hold. But the goal of this curriculum is not to get everybody to agree with that perspective. Right. Um, and I think that's really important. The school that I used to teach at um, the way that they approached evolution, which I thought, and big, all sort of topics in science and faith that I thought was really great, was to say that Christianity is a big tent. And there are, these are hard theological questions. And accepting evolution still brings with it a whole host of theological questions about Adam and Eve and original sin and death and that sort of thing that are sticky and we need to work through. And so it's, um, it's okay to have 
these open questions and for people within the Christian community to have a range of viewpoints on that. Mm-hmm. So my school's perspective was that um, we're a big tent and uh, Christians, there's room for faculty and students and families to have a range of views on origins topics, but that we as a school would be teaching the best science we could we could find and would be um, helping students understand the range of perspectives, uh, theological perspectives, and help them process what they believe and why. And so I think that is that's something of the approach that we take here. We're going to teach um, take for granted uh, mainstream science in this curriculum, and we are um, coming from an evolutionary creationist perspective, but we did our very best to represent other views like young earth creationism, old earth creationism, intelligent design in the absolute most respectful, honest ways whenever possible, um, letting people who hold those views rep- uh, represent them in their own words. Um, and so I hope that um, that even if you don't share the same views as BioLogos, this can still be a resource that could be um, of interest to you. And we actually had one of our pilot teachers was a young earth creationist herself who found um, that it was a really helpful way for her and her students to learn about what other people believe and why. Yeah, and I, I hear you saying this really does create this safe space to have rich conversations with students. Yeah, that's the hope for sure. If right. nothing else, we just want our students to feel like they can ask these big questions and process through things together. And mm-hmm. wouldn't we rather them do that with us in our classrooms now yeah. than uh, hide from uncomfortable topics and send them off to college where they they might not have the same resources? Or to say, or to build, to walk away from our science class going, well, it's either or. Yep. Right? It's either Absolutely. this or that. It's either faith or science. And then having a crisis of faith once they graduate and move on and, and most likely pursue a science-based uh, career, you know, yeah, and get very, get very different teaching. So this is a, a curriculum that creates space to, to have these important conversations with students way before they, they leave your school. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. So if I'm a school leader and I'm interested in this and I'm like, oh, I think I would like to explore this. What would be my next step? Well, your first step would be to check out our website. It's biologos.org slash integrate. Mm-hmm. And there you'll find all sorts of information about the individual unit. You can preview the first couple pages, get to know the structure of the units, um, the content and that sort of thing. There's also lots of great um, uh, reviews and, and additional resources that we've put together to help um, help Christian educators implement this because it's one thing to have a curriculum in your hand. It's another thing to feel like you are really prepared to step into those conversations with your students. So we've got other uh, great resources about how to create that safe environment within your classroom, um, how to um, how to, to teach in these in culturally competent, responsive ways that, that take into account um, the unique backgrounds that your students are going to be coming from. So there's some great resources on there. The other big thing I would point you to is that we have a professional development program. Hmm. So we have um, regular webinars and online office hours. If you want to come in and learn about what's what's in the in the curriculum, hear from a speaker, often a, a user who's sharing about their experience or ask some questions of some of the 
the curriculum authors, those are great ways to do it. Mm -hmm. But we also have formal professional development workshops that we've developed, developed um, in partnership with the authors of the curriculum that we can do virtually um, for your schools or actually come out to your school and put on um, some professional development in service days for you. And we even have some grant funding to offset the costs of that. So um, if that is something that you would be interested in, check out that website and don't let um, money be a hindrance. Wow, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, I have no doubt you guys will be with us at our next uh, conference, which will be in British Columbia, in uh, Surrey, near Vancouver. Um, how is Christian Deeper Learning, well, rather, how is BioLogos connected to the work of Christian Deeper Learning? And we say we do real work that meets real needs for real people. So how... How does this curriculum of Integrate with BioLogos help students uh, create real work that meets real needs for real people? Oh, that's great. I, In getting to know the Christian education community, Christian Deeper Learning has really stuck out to me as a place where a lot of the values that, that we've brought into this curriculum have really resonated. And I've, I've sort of gotten to know some of the folks at Christian Deeper Learning and Dan Burens has been a great uh, support in this curriculum. And it's, um, uh, I love the idea of, of real work in particular of those because science can so often feel like a, a book full of facts that you're supposed to memorize. Mm. And one of the things that is a big emphasis in this curriculum is this idea of science as a Christian vocation. Mm. There's one unit um, specifically focused on it, but every unit has a profile on a scientist um, who's a Christian and who shares about how their faith impacts the work that they do. And the, the ways that scientists have found to, um, to care for people around them and care for the for creation through their science is inspiring to me every day. And so we try to incorporate some of those um, practices and opportunities for the students to take some of the things that they're learning about and apply them in the world around them. Mm -hmm. So for instance, one of our units is called uh, caring for people and caring for the planet. Mm. And the idea cool. is that, um, that when you think about something like climate change, it's really easy to get focused on these, on the numbers, like the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and the rise in temperature and ocean levels and that sort of thing. And those are important metrics, but the real world implications on that in mm. people's lives, particularly um, uh, those um, who are, are not in as developed and wealthy countries is mm -hmm. enormous. And so how do we take what we learn about the, the changing environment that we're living in and what is our role in responding to that? And, and that that's actually loving people in a really deep way to be working to, to combat that, um, those environmental crises. Mm -hmm. um, and some of that can be in a really small, that doesn't mean changing the world today um, in your high school biology classroom, although good luck if you are up for it, um, that could just mean planting a garden of native species and learning about the importance of pollinator gardens and um, and incre in increasing the biodiversity within your area. Little things like that, that give students some tangible applications for the things that they're learning in the curriculum. Okay, so there's like many projects that are embedded into this curriculum that that it would be easy for teachers to be able to, to implement. Absolutely, and the curriculum is very modular. And so you could take mm -hmm. 
one unit. You could even take one module out of a given unit and really pick and choose the things that are meet the needs of your particular classroom. Cool. That's awesome. Do you have any, so where are most of the schools uh, located that are using Integrate so far? Is it mainly the United States or do you have some in other countries? Yes, yeah, mainly the United States. Currently, we are set up to sell in the US, Canada, the UK, and Australia, mm -hmm. but we're in the process of expanding that. Um, we're also in the process of translating some of the, the units into Spanish um, hey. to meet the needs of both domestic and international Hispanic uh, communities. And so we're hoping that that will, um, will make its way out into the broader world as well very soon. That's fantastic. I know there are hundreds of faith-based schools <laughs> yep. across Latin America that Absolutely. would be interested in this. That's awesome. Absolutely. So as you are, how long have you worked with BioLogos? It will actually be one year in about three days. Okay. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> what would you say is your deep hope? What's, what's, what's something that you and, and the team at BioLogos really, um, as you look at your work, this holy work that you're doing, what's, what is your deep hope within this? My hope is that Christian schools can be producing students who see science as a, an avenue through which they can learn about and worship and serve God. Mm -hmm. um, and that is whether you are a science major who's going to go do a PhD and be in a lab somewhere, or whether you are going to be an English lit kid, that um, there is still an importance for understanding how how science as a discipline works mm -hmm. and, and being curious and, and full of awe about the world around us. Um, and so I hope that um, the students that we produce from our Christian schools see science as an avenue to, to know, uh, worship and serve God more fully. Mm. Wow. The, how that would change our perspective of how we teach, right? Absolutely. That's amazing. So final question for you, Faith. Um, what is your invitation to, to our listeners, to this Christian deeper learning community? Yeah, I would invite you to, uh, to, to think about how science is approached at your school. And I have no doubt that the science content um, is a huge piece of that. Obviously, we've, we're teachers. We've, the content is wildly important. Um, but to think about what other what else are you communicating to your students about why it's important to study science and how they're going to use it in their life? And how can teaching science be a way of developing them as a whole person, spiritually and, and character-wise? Um, each of the units have a small devotion included in them called a GROW okay. module that takes a Christian virtue that is related to the, the topic at hand and sort of does a, a, a brief Bible study essentially on that topic. So for instance, on our unit about Bible interpretation, um, the, the virtue is unity. This idea that we can have different opinions um, as Christians, but we can still maintain our unity as the church and our love for each other. Um, that is revolutionary thought right now. <laughs> Oh, it's a dream. It's I a dream. think we all need to do that Bible study. <laughs> yes. um, and so seeing science class as an opportunity to develop the whole person, um, including spiritual formation. Um, and uh, 
And there's a whole lot of ways you can do that. And if this sounds like one that might uh, might fit your class, take a take a swing on over to our website. And we have a promo code for the Christian Deeper Learning Ooh, community. Really? Um, if you would like a free unit to of your choice to peruse, you can use the promo code CDL22. Enter that in as you check out and you'll get a free unit. That's so generous. Thank you. Of That's course. awesome. <laughs> I we just want to get it out there. Well, I hope I hope that whoever's listening to this actually goes to the website right now. And what is that website again? It is biologos, B-I-O-L-O-G-O-S dot org slash integrate. Okay. And Faith, if they have any questions specifically for you, what is the best way to reach you? Uh, our email is integrate at biologos.org. That comes straight to me. Okay. And um, I, my full-time job is supporting teachers who want to talk about science and faith. And so no question is too small. If you're looking for resources, recommendations that um, for anything, um, let me know. If you want to know about uh, a hard question you got from a student or how do you start a conversation with your administration about wanting to think about these, these topics, uh, send me an email and we'll talk. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. Of course. Pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, it's been great to be here. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the Learning to Serve podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share this with someone and give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd like to invite you and your school to attend CDL6, this year's Christian Deeper Learning Conference in Vancouver, British Columbia, on March 8th through 10th, 2023. To register and find out more, visit our website, christiandeeperlearning.org, and also sign up to get our regular blog posts. Remember this quote by Howard Hendricks, Christian education is like a bomb with a long fuse. Sometimes it takes a while to go off.